time for the Soft Shoulder Podcast. I am your host, Danette Relic of Radical Creative Sanctuary, inviting spaciousness for your mind and your heart. Welcome. I'm so glad you're here. The Soft Shoulder is your time, your time to slow down and fuel up on self-love support so you can make the most of your gorgeous life. Join me here. Everyone needs a soft shoulder. It is December. Sweet listener, where did the year go? I was about to say, you know, we're entering December, we're entering this tender season. And then I remembered the movie Mermaids and Winona Ryder is playing the teenage daughter of Cher. There's a scene where Winona's character has slammed the door to get away from her mother and she can hear the mother speaking to her friend out there and the friend says, oh, it's a difficult age. And Cher says, all Charlotte's ages are difficult. (laughs) And as I was thinking, wow, this is a tender season, I was also thinking, well, aren't they all? You know, there's... Uh, They have different flavors, Um, but I think for you sensitive souls listening, all of the seasons have a tenderness, and especially when there's things happening in your life um, that bring you closer to the veil, closer to what really matters, Um, when you're being like thrust into that kind of sensitivity, um, yeah, you get... um, different layers, different depths of that tenderness at any time. So anyways, just wanted to welcome you here. I'm glad that you are pulling over with the soft shoulder during whatever kind of time this is for you. And when I say tender time, I don't mean that it's always hard. I don't mean that it's always painful or that you're always suffering if you're sensitive. Because sometimes the most beautiful times are the most tenderest of times. You could be newly falling in love. You could have just welcomed a new family member. Um, there's there's so many things. You could have just like made a dream come true and did something brave and are really quivering. Oh, with your own essence and your own courage, it's vulnerable, it's brave, it's tender too, right? So making space for all of that. Before we dive into... Um, well, before I get <laughs> as long-winded as a as a, a ribbon on a on a present, um, <laughs> that makes no sense. I want to invite you. If you're not already on my mailing list, go now. Go right now. Um, there'll be a link in the show notes um, where you can just sign up directly. But Radical Creative Sanctuary on the homepage, right at the bottom, you can click on the envelope and get on that mailing list. You can also go to the contact page. So Radical Creative Sanctuary slash contact. Either way, you can get in touch. Make sure you're on the list. The reason why I want you to be there is because for the first time ever, I am going to lead a live workshop around the birthday letter ritual that I created many years ago. I have, um, it has been like a PDF downloadable opt-in thing kind of floating around my business for years. Um, And perhaps you know it, perhaps you're familiar. If you're not, I'm so excited 
to be introducing it to you. But here's the thing. So there's, there's people out there, maybe you're one of them, who was inspired by my ritual. The ritual is pretty much writing a letter to myself on my birthday to be opened the following year. The word letter is in quotations. This has, of course, as anything I do, (laughs) I like to explore the creative options. I like to redefine what a letter is. So, you know, there are there are really no limits to what this could be. But basically creating something, I have them in envelopes uh, for me to open every single year. It's extraordinary. We'll get more into it. I know a lot of you have either started your own which is amazing, tagged me on Instagram or wrote me an email letting me know. Um, It is so exciting to hear that you have adopted this ritual because I know how powerful and beautiful it is. But I also love hearing about how you have created it for yourself. Um, Different versions of it, different patterns, different aspects to the ritual that customize it, make it easier for you. Um, So speaking of making it easier, this is like, One of the number one things for me when it comes to my work with you, I want to always be asking that question, is this useful? Is this working? Could this be easier? Because there's so many options out there and we work differently. We have different brains. We function differently. We have different learning styles. I do my best to keep this top of mind, but of course I'm operating through the lens of my own limitations and learning style. Um, And one of these that I know is very common actually is the intention to do something is there. You think it's a great idea. You want the thing, you wanna do the thing. But when it comes to actually activating, sitting down, doing it, especially by yourself on your own time, it just doesn't happen. This is a a common element of, um, on the last episode, we talked about personality types. One of those systems that I actually really enjoy is Gretchen Rubin's system of, um, what does she call it? The four tendencies. So it's how we respond to inner and outer expectations. One of the largest groups is the, what she calls the obligers. And I feel like It's a large group, but I feel like also it's a heavily conditioned group. (laughs) So um, there are many of us who are conditioned to be obligers. So I wonder how much of that is our natural tendency and just what we needed to do, you know, Um, sidebar. Anyways, um, but the thing with obligers is they respond really well to outer expectations, not so much to inner. So if you want to do some fitness or do some dancing, There's nothing stopping you from doing it at home in your living room in the kitchen, but you typically do it when you're going out dancing and meeting someone, when you're going to a class, so you've paid for a class, right? Like you need that external thing, then you'll do it. But when it's just you, no. Or if you want to write a book, it's like, oh, you really just need yourself to do that and some kind of writing tool. But you have found that taking a class taking a workshop, working with a writing coach has been the thing that that's where you show up at the only place you show up to do your writing. And when it comes to opening up a journal at home, it's just so much more difficult, right? So with that spirit in mind, and with so many of you out there who I know are leading such beautiful lives, and there's so many meaningful moments that you're experiencing. One of them is happening right now. I don't mean big deal you know, um, 
big milestone moments. For me, these little moments of you being with yourself, you reflecting gently, you taking a little time out, um, you having a little aha that you've had a bunch of times before. So it's like a a little re-remembering of who you are and what matters. You know, even just this little moment of peace. Um, These are the moments that make up our lives. These are all those beads on the string. And the birthday letter ritual is a place where I have been able to capture those. Not just the big deal moments, not just the uh, socially accepted milestones, but what song was I listening to that year? What book really moved me? Was there like a moment when I was walking down the street and I saw something and it just really filled my heart or reminded me of someone that I miss and that I love? What did I discover this year? What did I wear (laughs) all the time this year? Um, Who was in my life this year? Like all these little things that make up the story. I know that you have that. Of course you do. We all do, right? And no story, no one else is living your story. If you don't write down those little moments, if you don't capture those little beads, um, they just they just disappear, you know, like vapor, like that's and that's nice also, right? We don't have to document everything. Um <laughs> as I've came to discover, because if you try to document everything and you rich you live a long, rich, like fulfilling life, you're just you need two other lifetimes to write it all down. <laughs> Especially if you want to write like a compelling memoir, you know, like you writers out there know what I'm talking about. So what's beautiful about this ritual is for those of us who um, who maybe like want to journal or wish we could journal more and don't, um, if you are a parent, if you have a, a caregiver, f- you know, work takes up a lot of your time, whatever, you just don't seem to, it doesn't seem to be something that happens, right? Um, and maybe you just don't even want to prioritize writing all the time, right? It's just like, it's nice, but it's not as nice as this quality time I'm spending with my lover, for example. Um you know, so this this is a way where if you're writing it once a year, you end up, no matter when you start, we, we don't know how many letters we're going to get to. This is like a cute project, but honestly, the longer I've done it, it is profound. It is like, um, it has me directly in touch with my mortality and the time and the limits and the mystery of what lays ahead. Um it's, it's an extraordinary practice. But now, since I've been writing them, I keep my letters in a bundle. And I have, how, how many do I have? I wrote my very first one in 2000 to be opened on my birthday at the end of 2001. Um, and I have written every year since. So what is that? I've got like over 20 letters in a little bundle here on the shelf. I can look at them now, all these different colored envelopes. Um. If all of my journals, my boxes of journals and my body of work, if everything disappeared, this little bundle is a curated uh, time capsule of my life, of these like little reflections every year on the same day, give or take. I'll say more about that. (laughs) I'm not perfect. This isn't clockwork. Uh, If you're like a creative rebel and you're like, oh God, it just seems like too much of a commitment. Don't worry, I've got you. Um, For example... This past year, 2022, my birthday um, is in the first week of December. It's coming up. And last year, around this time, 
around my birthday, I'd opened my birthday letter as I do. I try to go to a coffee shop or for breakfast by myself if I can. I bring my letter. I open it slowly and savor it. It is one of my favorite things that I do every year. And shortly after that birthday, because I don't write, I don't give myself a homework assignment on my birthday. I want to enjoy the day, enjoy the few days after. And sometime in the in the week or weeks following, I would write the new birthday letter. I would just give myself some wiggle room, right? But last year, things started to really shift in my life. We got some news. Um, the news prompted some reactions to the news. <laughs> Life as I knew it started to unravel in a few key areas of life. And I was very hopeful. It was unraveling, but it was still savable. And I was like, I don't want to write a letter. I didn't say this like consciously. I just procrastinated. But what I now know to be true that what was happening was I didn't want to write a letter when things were falling apart. And I still had hope that things would pick back up, stitch back up come back together and I could write the letter that I wanted to write, which was that everything was fine and my relationship was strong and my family was in good health. Like I wanted things to be better before I wrote because I couldn't quite, I couldn't quite be as honest as I wanted to be in that moment. Sometimes that happens. Um, I wonder if that happens for you. Have you had that? Where and, and this is where like a writing practice is really has been revealing to me. There was a time in my uh, my teenage years in high school that I, there is a gap. There are no journals from that time. And I was in a relationship that really stifled me, that I really sacrificed myself in. And it was years later when I looked back and I was like, oh, wait, I didn't write during that time. <laughs> and I, in the moment, I couldn't have told, I would have, wouldn't have made a big deal out of it, but Looking back, it was like, oh, yeah, I, I couldn't be honest with myself then. It was too painful to be honest with myself then. Uh, maybe it didn't even feel safe to be honest with myself then. And so slowly my journal practice came back after uh, that relationship ended, right? So this time last year, it was one of those things. And then I just kept pushing it off, pushing it off. But you know what? The relationship wasn't as strong as I thought. And more things happened in my family life and health and circumstances and all of this, it started in fact getting uh, a little worse, quite a lot worse by the time the spring came around. And at that point I was like, Danette, just write the goddamn letter, right? Like this is your life right now. I don't know what's happening, but just write it because I know that this is important to you. So I wrote this year's birthday letter uh, that I'm about to open. I wrote it last March. Um, and I'm nervous to, to open it, frankly. Um, I know that when I wrote it, now usually I can't remember anything. Like a, a year goes by, it's amazing. It's like, I don't even know what <laughs> is in here, which is part of the delight. And also a great reminder that if you don't write it down, you will forget a lot of these things, right? So this is a very powerful way to curate your life story, right? Um, but yeah, I know that it was around the time where I was beginning to grieve some new losses and beginning to really accept the fact that I knew my relationship was coming to an end and I could finally remember it then. So it was right in that very, very, um, you know, tender moment of honesty with myself. So that's what I have to look forward to. <laughs> but also there's, there's 
this is that beauty, that rhythm of life, right? It's like, oh God, I know that there's some heavy stuff in there. Like the first letter I opened, like after the pandemic started was also interesting because I'm like, wow, Pastinet 2019 had no idea what was about to happen. And when I opened up uh, a letter to myself in 2018, I was like, wow, Danette, who wrote in 2017, didn't know she was about to get a brain injury that was going to take a good five years of her life and change it radically. Like she didn't know. So there's this interesting relationship with self as you look back at the past selves, the future selves, the present selves. Um, You know, uh, there's beautiful surprises, of course. There's like new love, new family, new dreams, new... Uh, new successes. There's like new things you didn't see coming. And also the things you didn't see coming that are heartbreaking, right? So this is profound, right? This is a beautiful ritual. Now, yes, I go super deep with mine and you don't have to. You can just make it a cute card. (laughs) You can just buy yourself a little like gift every year and tuck it away. It's still you taking time to honor yourself and anything you choose, even if you just buy a store-bought card and you don't write a letter. Like, have you ever seen greeting cards from like decades ago? Like, (laughs) it's still a really cool time capsule. Which one did you choose? Why did you choose it? Picking a birthday card for yourself is interesting, right? Um, So coming back to making this easier for you, I know that this is a ritual that you could really love and that could be a really incredible uh, process for you but also you don't have you can burn them you can you know if you want to get detailed in there you can burn them if you don't want anyone reading them after you're gone but I mean imagine leaving this to somebody imagine leaving this to your child or to a loved one this like bundle this not a box of stuff they have to go through but this neat little bundle of the years of your life curated how gorgeous that is to leave behind. Um, anyway, I just think it's amazing and it's fun to do. It's fun to do. So um, I sit down and, and create. That's one of the things I don't need uh, accountability for. <laughs> um, but I know that's not the case for everybody. And I am also more likely to do it when there are more people around. Um, you know, that's why self-love coloring club is what it is because it was like yeah I've got these coloring books sitting here and I've got all these great pencil crayons but what I know that self-love coloring club is gathering and I know that we're all going to do this together it helps me bring it out right it's like we're there together this is that obliger thing it's like an outside accountability is helping me do what I really want to do and we can set it up that way by the way If you're interested in joining Self-Love Coloring Club, it's a membership that has just one time, a one-time fee to enter. Uh, You get access to my entire gallery of coloring pages, all drawn by me, unavailable anywhere else. There's a video tutorial. There is a playlist. Um, You don't ever even have to come to the live sessions, but included in that membership is free invitations that are exclusive to Self-Love Coloring Club us coloring together like a restorative yoga slash coffee shop hangout. It's very chill. Um, If you have Zoom fatigue and you don't want to talk, you don't even have to. Um, It's a really lovely time. The hour goes by fast. Everyone's nervous systems feel so much better afterwards. You can head over to Radical Creative Sanctuary slash color. Color spelled with a U. C-O-L-O-U-R. 
and join us and join us in time for um, whenever the next coloring session is. There uh, there will be a surprise, a sort of pop-up style to accommodate for the many time zones we have in our membership so far. So that's why I want to offer a live session doing our birthday letters together. I'm going to introduce them. I can show you my growing stack tied with a ribbon. It's very beautiful and I'm not on doing Instagram anymore. So uh, you'll get to see it. You'll get to see <laughs> what would have been on Instagram. You'll get to see it live. And uh, I'd love to introduce this concept to you more personally. I can actually open them up and show you examples of what I've done over the years, including the difference from my first letter to my most recent letter and give you all the permissions that you need to start your own in your way. I also have a whole bunch of writing prompts. So we'll start with an introduction and then you can open up your writing tools and I will guide you. So you don't have to wonder, oh, what do I say? Like, this is easy for you, Danette, but I don't know. I don't even really know what to say to myself. I've never done this before. No problem. I got you. I'm going to guide you. So you just need to be there writing. I will give you the starting lines. You can complete them. If this is your first time, it will be a wonderful first letter. And then it's an amazing gift for yourself whenever your birthday is. So your birthday doesn't have to be in December. It doesn't matter when. I don't know when I wrote my first letter. Um... Yeah, I don't really remember. I might It might have been on my birthday, but it doesn't need to be. You just need something to open on your next birthday. So if your birthday is in six weeks, yeah, write, write one now. <laughs> open it in six weeks and then write your second one, right? It doesn't matter how you start. I want to help you start because this ritual and this practice is so is such a gift. And I, it's a gift that I want you to have. So I don't, I'm developing it now. So as I said, again, we'll start off the workshop. We will, I will guide you through the writing prompts and then we'll have time where everyone will bring whatever stationery you want to bring. If you just have like a white envelope or one of those, uh, what do they call it? Like, um, what's that color? It's that tan, like a tea bag, like a, like an apricot, like, um, it's not any of those things. That sandy colored envelope <laughs> for larger things. Anyways, um, you could bring, you'll have time to like bring your own stationery and we can collage them and decorate them and make them beautiful, like make a really special package, right? So um, it's going to be a lovely, lovely time. I don't know what date it will be yet, uh, but I'm going to be announcing it soon. And I announce it as you now full circle on to my newsletter list. That is the number one place to find out what I'm doing, to be invited first into anything that I'm offering. And I don't want you to miss it. I know sometimes you like dip in and out of podcasts. So um, get on the list, RadicalCreativeSanctuary.com. Just scroll right onto the bottom, click on the little envelope or RadicalCreativeSanctuary.com slash contact. You will find what you need there to get on the list. I, as you know, as I mentioned, I'm not on social media. I really value your attention and um, your time and your energy. And so that's how I write. I write when I feel like it is, I have something valuable to say or share, um, you know, the kind of letters that I would want to receive, sometimes more frequent, sometimes not, uh, but it's not on any, on any kind of arbitrary schedule. <laughs> so I'm not trying to like hit any kind of like numbers with it. Um, 
And, uh, and that's, that's where I write from. I write from the heart. So um, if you're not already there, do come and join me, join that list of wonderful people. And if you're already on the list, awesome. This is something to look forward to. I can't wait to do this. I, I can't believe in some ways that it's been so long um, and that I've never actually done this in person. Never done a birthday letter ritual workshop. But the uh, the downloadable is, um, I think it's over 10 years old. I can definitely tell from the fonts. <laughs> And the logo, it's like, I'm not a part of me, of course, wants to redo it and re-update the brand part. But I also kind of love like, oh, <laughs> look what I made 10 years ago. There's this um, there's this clip from an interview where um, Katya, the drag queen, was talking about creativity and saying that, like, if you don't look back on what you your work from before and like feel really embarrassed then like you're not growing and maybe you should be embarrassed now. <laughs> so I'm not saying you should feel embarrassed at any particular moment in time, but I just, uh, I always like kind of laugh at that when I, um, it helps me be less judgmental of my past creations. <laughs> but I'm like, oh, that's because I grew as a <laughs> that's an artist. That's because I evolved. Awesome. Um yeah and and actually in the birthday letters the same like the first one is so interesting they really have evolved over time uh reflecting where i'm at i really look forward to share sharing them with you and showing you what actually was in the envelope you know um there are a few photos floating around online but i didn't open them up and i will do that for the group of people who come to the workshop so i hope that you join me and um whenever your birthday is um you know every day is a little chance for rebirth every day is a fresh page i forget this often it's a good reminder right they're brand new they're not guaranteed these days and um and you ha you got one today so um happy new day happy fresh page um sending you lots of love and encouragement for wherever it is that you are in this season, in this tender season, in this flavor of tenderness. And as always, I would love to remind you that you are someone worth loving and it all starts with you. Take good care of yourself. Thank you for taking this time for you and sharing it with me. We'll talk to you soon.